Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Don't shout me down. I'll just cause I'm preaching real good. <laughs> Amen. No, Jesus said to me, the ministry of the prophet in this area in the New Testament is only to confirm what people already have in their own spirits. And you'll notice I tell people all the time, if you don't already have it in your own spirit, then don't you do it. If it doesn't confirm something you have, then forget it. Forget it. Forget it. No, it doesn't say as many as are led by prophets. They're the sons of God. It said as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. The sons of God can, uh, can expect to be led by the Holy Ghost. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's classic message. One time when Jesus appeared to me in February of 1959, sat down in a chair right beside me and talked to me for an hour and a half about the ministry of the prophet. I saw him just as real as to see you sitting there. Heard footsteps come into my room. It's an open vision. My eyes were wide open. That's the highest type of vision there is. There are three types of vision. The open vision is the highest type. And Jesus talked to me about the ministry of the prophet, and he said, the prophet's ministry is not set in the church to guide members and to tell them what to do. Now, under the old covenant, Jesus said to me, people would go to the prophet and ask him what to do and, and seek advice from him or direction or guidance from him because, see, he had the Spirit of God. They didn't have the Spirit of God. Under the old covenant, no one except the king, the priest, and the prophet had the Holy Spirit upon them to enable them to stand in that office. What we call the laity or the general public did not have the Spirit of God either in them or on them and knew nothing about the leading. Under the new covenant, Jesus said to me, it does not say as many as are led by prophets, they are the sons of God. Oh no. Oh no. And that's where we get in trouble again, not getting our minds renewed, not getting our souls saved. Then we're running around for some prophet to prophesy to us to tell us what to do. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. Amen. No, Jesus said to me, the ministry of the prophet in this area in the New Testament is only to confirm what people already have in their own spirits. And you'll notice I tell people all the time, if you don't already have it in your own spirit, then don't you do it. If it doesn't confirm something you have, then forget it. Forget it. Forget it. No, it doesn't say as many as are led by prophets. They're the sons of God. It said as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. The sons of God can, uh, can expect to be led by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And really, it's there all the time. You haven't recognized it because you're not spiritual enough. You're too much living in the soul realm or too much in the physical realm. And if you take the, the time... To listen, you'd find the guidance. Well, now, how does he guide us? That's a good question. He is going to lead us. We have the scripture that said so. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are 
the sons of God. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. They're not led by somebody else telling them what to do. That's not the leading at all. How does he lead? Well, the 16th verse gives you a clue. The Spirit itself, or as the margin says, himself, beareth witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. Well now, if in this most important aspect of life, the most important thing that can happen to you, being becoming a child of God, if that's the way that he lets you know that you are a child of God, his spirit bearing witness with your spirit, then you could understand that that's the first and the foremost way that he'll lead you is number one, by the inward witness. And the inward witness will be above all other witnesses. That's number one. That's the primary way. You don't know that you're a child of God because somebody prophesied to you you're saved. You wouldn't even accept that. You don't know that you're a child of God because somebody else said, I feel like you are. You don't accept that. Amen. You're not a child of God because you had a vision. You might or you might not, but that don't make you a child of God. That's not what the Bible said. That's not the way you know you're a child of God. Isn't that right? How did he say that we know we're children of God? His spirit, God's spirit, bears witness with our spirits. Sometimes you can't tell a person how you know, but you just know it right down there on the inside of you. Amen. Isn't that right? You know it. You know it. An inward witness. That is the main way. That is the primary way that he will lead you and guide you is number one, the inward witness. So we're going to talk about how the Lord leads us by the Spirit. Number one, by the inward witness. You will find that being led by an inward witness is number one, as I said. Or it's the primary way that the Lord leads all of his children. Now I could think of a many times in life that I've been led by an inward witness. And most always that's the way I'm led. Oh yes, I've had revelations and I've had other way, but most of the time, the majority of time, that's the way I'm led. I came to Tulsa by an inward witness. I remember one time, I'll go back and give one illustration, and I'll give one a little bit closer here. I didn't know as much as I know now. Now don't misunderstand me at all. I don't know as much now as I'm going to know. Glory to God. I'd hate to think that I know all that I'd ever know in this life about God and the Holy Ghost and the Bible. It'd be terrible for a fellow to die being as ignorant as I am. <laughs> and you'd just think how terrible it would be for, for you to die being... 
<laughs> You're here. Amen. Amen. No, I don't know everything. Do you? I'm saying again, don't be afraid to tell people I don't know. Because you don't. You don't know everything. Amen. Thank God what we do know. Well, now, I, I want to show you something here about this inward witness. Uh, my wife and I were pastor of a little church in the black land of north central Texas. And so I, uh, there's another church wanted me to come and try out as pastor down in the oil field of east Texas. So I went down there and preached on the Sunday and in 1941 and uh, they after I'd preached on that Sunday I was on my way back home traveling after the service back to to my home it was over a little over 100 miles about 120 miles I guess where well, you had to go then the two lane roads no highways or even four lane roads and uh, they'd asked me you know if they could vote on me for pastor and so I said yes and so I put out this fleece You see, I hadn't been too long. I was born and raised Southern Baptist and started preaching Southern Baptist, got the baptism of the Holy Ghost as a Baptist pastor in 1937 and 19 after receiving the left foot of fellowship from among the Baptists. In 1939, June of 39, I accepted the pastor of this little full gospel church. Now in March of 1941, you see, a couple of years later, this church wanted to consider me. And I'd, I'd got, been around these full gospel people long enough now until a lot of their... Uh, misconceptions had rubbed off on me. <laughs> Don't misunderstand me, there's a lot of good things got off on me too. Praise the Lord. But this one was bad. I kept hearing them. I didn't hear that so much among the Baptists, but I kept hearing them talking about putting out a fleece. So I put out a fleece. See, it would, I knew better. It saved me a lot of trouble praying. Save you a lot of trouble getting alone, waiting on God, maybe fasting. Just put out a fleece. Now, Lord, if you want me to do that, well, you do this. Or, Lord, shut that door and open this door. But some of those doors the devil might shut and the devil might open because they're on his territory. Huh. That'd be sort of like praying, now, Lord, if you want me to go to Kansas City next week and preach while you open Brother Hagin's front door. Well, no, I might open that myself. I live over there. <laughs> Anything that you might call on to be done in this world, Satan's the God of this world, the Bible said. So I said, Lord, I'm going to put out a fleece. And see, and I just turned over to you, and I didn't realize that I didn't turn over the Lord. Uh, and uh, if, I, if they elect me 100%, that's my fleece, you see. If I get elected 100%, I'm going to accept that as the will of God, and I'll take that church. I got every vote. They miss God, I miss God. They got fleeced and I got fleeced. And I learned not to mess with these fleeces. Amen. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Let's talk about what we have for an offer. We have uh, How to Live Worry-Free, Stepping Out of Bond, Distress, and Fear, 
so many people live in, in fear, this or that, or are under stress all the time, and they're always worrying. And, yes. and so, and that's what this is all about. God it's doesn't a, want us to do it, that. It's a series that I did, I don't know, it's been some time ago when I talked this series, back in 98, I believe it was. There's three CDs in here. And then I've been back, oh, I don't know, several years ago, People were going through stuff and storms. It seemed like everybody was involved in a storm in their life. Man, this all the way back in the early 80s, we had some uh, an economy deal. And, and I heard somebody say, where is God in my storm? And that's the basis behind this book, finding an anchor in life's rough waters. We all going to face something. Yes. Everybody does. It's not a matter of when you face a storm. Or if you're going to. Or if you're going to face a storm in life. It's a matter of when. when. It's coming. That's what this book is all about. As we are on our voyage through life and we have the howling winds and the roaring waves and adversities come to us, we do not have to succumb to the storm. We can make it through the storm. That's right. Special offer. Yes. For um, the three CDs, live, How to Live Worry-Free from yes. Stress and Bondage and Fear and Where's God in My Storm. It's uh, regular $32.95. We're offering it for nineteen ninety five. $19.95. That is a $13, $13 savings. That's savings. a big savings. Go right now and get on your, get on your computer and yes. go and order it right now. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, how you can be led by the Spirit of God. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.